is Nicole Whitney, News for the Soul, life-changing talk radio from the uplifting to the unexplained. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. Next up today, The Mountain Medium, one of our newer shows, and let's get to know Jamie a little better and open the lines. Um, Jamie, let's bring you on to reintroduce yourself, your show, and what's up for today. Hi, Nicole. How are you? Goodish. How are you? Good, good, good. Um, hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm Jamie Breeze. I'm an animal um pet psychic and a psychic medium. And today I really want to talk about one of my favorite topics ever is reincarnation. Oop, I'm back. Love it. Uh, I'll just let you know, you do have a couple callers holding. One of them looks uh, like they're calling in from far away. <laughs> well, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So let us know where you want to go. Um, yeah, I want to talk about uh, Pet Day. You know, it's like I mentioned, it's one of my favorite topics, and I think it's so important. Um, as we spoke about on our last show last month, is the power and the, you know, the experience of animal grief and how debilitating it can be for a lot of a lot of people. Animals are part of our family, yeah. our lives, and when we, when an animal crosses over, you know, it sometimes isn't recognized in society. We're expected to get up, continue on, go back to work, just get over it. It was just a cat or just a dog. But for many of us, that's not the case. And, um, and so, you know, in my experience with animals and remembering some of my past lives when I came into this incarnation, it's led me down the path of animal reincarnation. And I think it is the most beautiful thing to witness and be a part of and to see through my mediumship work. And my dog reincarnated in 2016, and that's what really propelled me down this path. And it's been so amazing to see all this happen. Um, so what happened in my experience was when my dog passed away in 2016, I was left wondering what to do, how to get through this. And I knew she was my soul dog, my soul mate even. And my husband is completely okay with that. <laughs> He's like, yep, you and the dog, you have your own room. I'll go sit, watch hockey on the couch kind of thing. But um, so when she passed away, you know, it scared me. And as a medium, you know, I couldn't even connect with her because it was so profound and I was too involved to connect you know a lot of mediums will say they don't work with family and friends because it's too close of a thing and that was my problem too is I couldn't connect with my dog on the other side because it was too raw and too hard and I was too grief stricken put it that way 
And then after a few weeks went by, I realized, okay, I'm not feeling any better. I don't feel like I've gotten through any stages of my grief. What am I going to do? And I thought to myself, well, if I remembered past lives when I was a child, that means I reincarnated. Why can't my dog reincarnate back to me? And then I stated that as my mission and my journey was to connect with my dog and get her back in a new body to continue this, this incarnation with me. And yeah, so since then, Nicole, I've been working with people all over the world, connecting with their animals on the other side and finding the messages of when, where, why, and how their animals are going to reincarnate. And we connect with them and we find them. And I'm happy to say in the past two weeks, we've had, I've had four clients who have found their reincarnated animals through the messages that they have given us when we've connected through a mediumship level. Wow. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, to say the least. It's a, it's a very <laughs> life-changing life changing experience for everyone involved. Yes, indeed. Did you want to uh, take one of the calls at this point, or do you have more to share about that sure. as we go? Uh, okay. Um, I can take a call. I can share more however you want to go. All right. Um, just following the energy line, I think let's take the international caller. It looks like it may be our dear friend, from down under, Bob from Australia, regular caller. Bob, is that you? <laughs> hey, we got through. <laughs> Yay, it's you. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. You're live with Jamie. Hi, Bob. Hello. That's, that, that's the name of my son, Jamie. Oh, oh right on. <laughs> so you're in the mountains and I'm on the seashore. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay, where yeah. in Australia? Um, in the Whitsunday Island region, which is, um, if you look at the map of Australia, it's at about I've 2 o'clock. There. Yeah, I, I've been to the Whitsundays. Oh, you didn't drop in and see me. I am heartbroken. Oh, darn. Next time, next time. <laughs> yeah, it's a date. It's a date, mate. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful uh-huh. area. Yeah, that's why I live here. <laughs> Oh dear, I don't know what to ask actually. Um, a general reading. Um, um, I've had two dogs recently that died on me, but um, um, yeah, I think I would rather know more about what's going on in uh, my own journey that might be that my own might need to give my attention to. If that's okay with you, Jamie. Yeah, sure. Uh, what island do you live on? I don't live on the islands anymore. I live on uh, on the shore. Um, I used to be a skipper up here, so um, you know I used to take uh, tourists around the seventy-four islands in the Whitsunday Island Group, or oh, sorry, the Cumberland Group of islands. So I don't live on the islands anymore. I used to live on my boat uh, in Pioneer Bay for eight years, but lost that to. Cyclone Debbie in 2017, and now oh I'm living with my dog, my dog Skipper, my new dog Skipper, um, in three caravans under a big mango tree, and my life is awesome. 
<laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, now, Bob, so what I'm sensing with you right now, and I'm being, I feel strongly to tell you to um, make sure you're following the doctor's orders. I, have you be, have been having some trouble in your chest area? Um, not really. My doctor was concerned about my uh, blood sugar level, um, but that was about it. I haven't had any trouble in my um, chest area. Yesterday, I'd a, I lost yesterday to a massive stomach cramp that was came out of nowhere, but... Um, that was weird. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm just seeing there's yeah, I'm just seeing there's a little tweak that needs to be done in uh health related wise. So definitely follow his orders. because um, I'm wondering if there's something connected there. Um do you have any problems with insulin? Like Sorry? trigger levels? Like your sugar, were you saying your blood sugar? Oh, the doctors um, wanted me to do some more blood tests. Um, okay. Because the, the last test said everything else was okay, but my, I, you know, I might have pre-diabetes or something. But um, Yeah, okay. Thank you. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. So I'm just being told, make sure you follow his orders because it's something that can be easily tweaked and monitored and everything will be okay. But just don't put it off. Just do what he says. And I'm not medically trained at all, but that's just what I was picking up. And I'm terrified of needles and blood, so I would not. Um, I don't know anything about that, but that's what I was sensing right from the get-go with you. Make sure you're following those precautions that he's telling you because it will be fine. There's just a couple things that they just need to do. Um, so I'm. that was oh. the first immediate yeah, how about, how about energy that I was getting. Pardon me? How about blood pressure? Does that show up? Um, I wasn't getting so much blood pressure, but more as like the sugar levels and everything. Okay. But um, okay. yeah, but I think once they do the more tests, they'll they'll pick up on that. But I am seeing get them to do um, like double check on your chest area as well, if you could. Okay. Well, that's enough on the medical side then. Um, how how is my mission going? Um, just to explain, uh, I'm on a mission to eradicate suicide, and, I, and I've been working on it since 1984. And um, I'm kind of, you know, like, oh, when, when am I going to get my message out there? When is it going to become common knowledge? Um, so, if there's any um, information you can give to me on, is is it going to happen? When is it going to okay. happen? What I've seen before you even started asking about that was a book. Have you written a book? Yeah, it's called um, The Gift of Depression, My Little Scrapbook. Okay, because I'm seeing, is it published? It's it, I published it a couple of years ago on Amazon, but it didn't really get anywhere. So I just recently synchronized, can I borrow your teeth? 
synchronistically hooked up with a literary agent, um, Sweet Spire Literature Management, and we're just going through the process of, like, um, you know, optimizing it and making it all pretty, and they're going to uh, publish it and market it as well. So, although that's quite an, uh, a costly um, exercise, it's like, well, it's, you know, I'm here to save a million knives, not sell a million books, but it would be nice to do both. So, yeah, is this know. publisher, are you working with a woman? Yeah. Yeah, lovely okay. woman. Yeah, I'm seeing it starting to take off um, in 2024, so maybe around like around the springtime in Canada, which is I guess um, fall for you guys, so like March, March time. I'm seeing a shift with that happening, um, and like you said, I think she's how you said she's making it looking a bit prettier and stuff like that. I think that is key as well. Um, I'm not sure what. Um, I keep seeing a lot of green color on the cover for it, um, and I feel that will be more captivating for people that we look – they say don't judge a book by its cover, but we do. Um, but I'm seeing it starting to – I see a shift come March with your book. Great. And yeah, it- yeah, and I – I still feel like it might be a slow process after that, but I'm seeing kind of like a couple speaking engagements regarding that as well. So I'm not sure if you're comfortable speaking in public or to um, a small group of people, but I feel like if you're not, to try and practice with that because I kind of see um, uh, like having to come out and present it to people. Well, Jane, I'm a shy, retiring sort of fellow, and this is my 59th year as a paid stage performer. So I've got. got There you go. Okay, perfect, perfect. That'll make your life so much easier because I see you having to describe it and, you know, showcase to people why you wrote it and what your what your journey is, what your purpose is of this. And I think if you're captivating, it can sell a lot for you. And, yeah. you know, I see it this time next year. That's when I see you doing the speaking engagement. So I think within a year, you're, there'll, there'll be a lot of change. Um, yeah. And I, I see a movement forward with you on that and on that end, for sure. Well, so continue well, right on book. the path, yeah. and it will well, work. Yeah, well... Writing the book was just one one way of um, getting my message out there. And writing is easy for me because it comes through me. Um, but I don't like... I've got, I haven't got a business bone in my body, which is why I, I put all the technical stuff in the hands of that literary management thing. But the other, the other way I'm getting my message out there is by uh, coming onto radio shows and doing Zoom interviews um, and I love doing those because, again, it's spontaneous and it's easy. You know, <laughs> I don't have to write. All I have to do is speak from the heart. And so I'm looking to grow that that area of uh, my life, you know, to get to get more interviews and stuff. So perfect, perfect. Do you see that? I do feel yes, 
yes. And I'm seeing you going, um, have you spoken on anything in the UK yet? Uh, spoken. Oh, a few years ago, I hooked into um, a couple of Irish shows, um, but I really didn't like the energy. I really, really, I really, empathically, um, I really look after my boundaries, you know, and so if I go, go somewhere and the energy isn't right, then shh, I'm, I'm under there. So Yeah. Oh, no, that, and that's how oh, it yeah. should work. I, absolutely. Um, But no, I do, I, sorry, I do see another interview coming for you in the UK, like more London based. And so that's kind of where I was going with that. Um, So because your question is, is the speaking engagement going to grow? Yeah, I see it going overseas more. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Because for me, um, currently, with the best figures that I can find, there are about 500 million people on the planet suffering from depression and they do not have to and I'm living proof of that and that's that's the message I want to get out there that there's um, no such thing as mental illness <laughs> so it's a it's a big message and a big bomb that I'm going to drop <laughs> so what's your what's your secret um okay quickly you know in a nutshell um how can I put it the way I healed myself from my depression was not through thinking. My amazing intellect, my IQ is 150. I wasted 20 years trying to think my way out of depression. And I couldn't. And I had to learn how to silence my mind and then listen to my heart and then feel my feelings. And all the wounds of my childhood were trapped in my body as body memories, like really negative energy. So by releasing those feelings that I've been carrying for years, and also um, healing the wounds of my childhood um, with the help of John Bradshaw, I was able to release all that stuff. Um, and so why I say there is no such thing as mental illness, the um, physical behaviours that manifest you know, in my life or in anybody else's life that, is, that are called the so-called mental illness, I'll take my own um, panic attack in 1984, my first one, um, it scared the shit out of me then. But there, now I realise that those movements my body was putting me through were just my body telling me to to get out of my head, get in my get in my heart, stop being Robert the robot, stop living my programming, start off on a journey to find my own truth, and which I did by questioning everything. And then how do I know what's my own truth? Whatever resonated with my heart. So for the past 20 years, I have, I have reclaimed my truth. I know who I am. Um, I've reclaimed my belief in myself. But it's all come from within. It's all yeah. come from within. And, you know, thanks for sharing that. And in my work, that's exactly how it works, is you have yeah. to go into that heart-centered focus and you know ground yourself but also be spiritually aware and when you ground yourself and go in the heart-centered focus like you said you can heal trauma and everything absolutely and when like when i do that as well i can actually go into my past lives 
and see what triggers I'm still having in this life and be able to heal that and release that. So exactly what you said. So people can even go further back into cellular memories, right? So that's very, very wise of you. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's where the true self-love, self-awareness comes from too. Well, I think that on this hero's journey, uh, where I am at the moment, um, part of my uh, goal is to reclaim, uh, how can I it, to, to yeah, remember and know how to love myself now. Yes, um, yes. That, that's I'm in this journey. But for me, the destination within the very essence, the core of my heart, soul, whatever you want to call it, the destination is to get to a state of um, total unconditional love. Yeah. For everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, and I'm sure you recognize this. It's a it's a process. It's a daily um, practice. Yeah. And you talk about being grounded. I don't own a pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah. There. There you go. There you go. You are definitely grounded. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Well, I've taken up way too much time but thank you so much thank you for sharing that with us and i i look forward to what's your book called so i can look for it on the shelf it's called the gift of depression my little scrapbook and you can find everything i've created just on google uh the gift of depression bob eden all my stuff comes up books videos blah 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 okay amazing i'm going to make sure i look that up Yes, we are amazing. Yes, yes. we are. We, we love Bob. Bob, I'll tell you, um, if you wanted to ask a question about one of your dogs and, or one of the ones that recently passed, um, we just lost all the lines. So <laughs> you have time for another oh, okay. question. Yeah. Yeah. Take more time. Enjoy. <laughs> I always enjoy that. For me, Nicole, this is like, you know, my week, weekly or sometimes fortnightly. Uh, connection with my tribe so it's always a, a joy to call in um, yeah I've got a new dog um, so I've got a question about him or uh, a recently passed dog so which is your preference Jane who who was the older black dog the older black dog oh wow that goes back to when I was about seven or eight. Okay. Black, black Labrador. Yes, called, yes. Called, called funnily enough, Skipper ER, and my new dog is called Skipper with an A. Isn't that funny? Okay, so it's Skipper's the old dog, too. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, my dog started barking, so I, I couldn't hear what you said, but okay, so that dog's name was Skipper, oh. too. <laughs> oh. Oh, the dogs are barking. Oh, my God. The dogs are trying to tell you something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a a dog's life. (laughs) Okay, so Skipper's the old black dog. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay, because that's who's coming through right now. Um, Or it could be who? It, It could be Barnaby from about 20 years ago. 
So I have the two black thinner, The thinner one. Oh, it'll be Barnaby from about 20 years ago. Well, okay. 20, 30 years ago when I was, just before I left England. He was such a hero. Okay. And, okay, so Barney, let me bring you forward, Barney. Barnaby. 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 He said, she said, <laughs> um, do you remember him chasing all the birds? Yeah. He's saying, he's, he sends you bird messages through the birds. So he sends, he says hello through birds. So if something weird happens with a bird, like, One's just staring at you through your window or something like that. That's him. He's saying he sends you the messages through them. Um, so have you recognized that's any strong symptoms? Right? That's weird. Um, yeah, because um, I keep my, my dog's food bowl just inside the back door. Uh, well, the only door on my caravan. And, uh, and a couple of weeks ago, an ibis... You know what an ibis looks like? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, they're sort of a stalking uh, seabird with long, thin legs, and they've got this okay. long black beak. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he, I he walked it up, up here. Steps and, yeah, I, he walked up the steps and started uh, picking the biscuits out, <laughs> out of my dog's food bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Well, yeah, like I, I feel like Barnaby is like really activated in the bird energy because he loved birds so much, he's telling me. So, yeah, any any weird um, connections with birds that you get, say, thank you, Barnaby, like, thank you for coming to see me um, because that's how he makes his presence known, he's saying. And the birds, he, uh, the birds wake me up every morning, but it's... Um, it's funny how they, uh, one morning it's the cuckoo burrows, the next morning it's the curlews, the next morning it's the lorikeets. It's like they, they seem to take the, the dawn chorus and rota. Because you're grounded and they know you're grounded. So all the birds like flocking to your, to your little caravan there. Um, yeah. do, you have any, do you have any questions for Skipper that's beside you right now? Yeah, how is he getting on, and is he becoming, he's, um, sometimes he's like frightened of his own shadow, um, and he's new to the, the area, he used to be a farm dog, and he never had his own human before, he was part of a pack of working dogs, um, and now I'm, you know, I'm his only human, and is he happy, and, um, Will he ever learn to play uh, play fetch? <laughs> How old is he? Is he? Do you know if he's about four? No, he's about twenty months old. He's um, okay. So still, pup, well, he keeps showing me the age of four for some reason. I don't know why. Okay, so Skipper, let me tap in with you, buddy. He's yeah. He Skipper. is going through a Skipper. He is um. Feeling a little shy, like you mentioned. Do you know if there were pigs on that farm? Um, I don't know. Um, okay. uh, what I do know is that if I pick up the broom, he runs for cover. And when I put his food out, he won't eat from his food bowl if I'm watching him. You know, he's got 
he's um I feel that you know he may be been beaten when he was uh, younger or not treated because you know, I can move my hand quickly and he'll flinch. Yeah, so. and like it's it's weird because I've seen him being beside a pig as well, so I feel like he found refuge beside a pig, but he's also showing me horse legs as well. So that's why I was curious. I, I feel like he might have been um, accidentally kicked by a horse. Um well. I'll check that out. Yeah, like I've just seen a lot of chaos around him and like lots of animals and like a, a bit of stress, right? And so I'm not seeing, he's not showing me that he was physically abused by a human, but I think what might be happening is there was just a lot of chaos all the time. Um, like I see him being, you know, around lots of animals and just, not in a peaceful, like, safe corner of the barn or something like that. Um, so lots of noise, lots of feet, and, you know, him growing up in that, I think there was a lot of shock value as a puppy, he's showing me. Um, he didn't get that quiet, nurturing time that, you know, so many puppies want and need. He's just showing me it was just like, whoop, here, welcome to the world, here's this pen full of animals, and try not to get stepped on kind of thing. Yeah, well, why, why does he always, instead of calling him Skipper, I could call him Slipper, because, you know, he's usually always under my feet, which, which, uh, yeah, is a bit difficult. And and the other day we were walking up to my friend's place uh, for a game of pool at night, and um, Alan had left his pressure washer outside, you know, these uh, water jet pressure washers. That about the size of R2-D2. And as we came around the corner, Skipper saw that, and he jumped from a stand up to higher than my shoulder level. He just leapt, you know, in fear. Uh, yeah, was... okay. Well, yeah, like the size of it might have felt like one of the barn animals, you know, and he turned around and it was already there. Because I'm just getting a sense of, like, just, again, being come into the world and then it's just like so much stimulation and movement and chaos and noise and people being fed or animals being fed and you know just chaos so I think there's just a lot of anxiety or a bit of PTSD coming from that but I do see over time him calming down and I feel like that's why he was saying like about four like, when he gets into his full puppy body and his puppy mind and stuff, I think he'll be a lot more calm and trusting at that time. So it's going to Great. take a lot of work and love and nurturing and reassurance, absolutely, but it'll be so worth it for you and him down the road. Oh, um, oh he's awesome. Yeah so, yeah, so it's just about the patience. And, you know, speak to him. Um, speak to him like you would a, a person, you know, and just reassure him that he's okay and he's home and you'll work with him through that. And, you know, what I do with my pets, and I think it's so important for everyone to do this, is talk to them like you would a toddler, like a five-year-old. Explain why that 
thing makes noise going down the road. Explain why this is this size and what it does. And it actually teaches the animal not to be scared of it. Um, because now they understand, okay, that was a garbage truck going by. That's why it makes that scary noise. Now I know what it's doing. It has a purpose. I don't need to be scared of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I do talk to him because, like, he's my only companion. Um, so other than talking to myself, which is I'm pretty good at. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's my confidant, if you like, you know. Um, so that's great, that's great, yeah. Okay, well, thank you. Um, you know, well, sorry thank for you, Bob. It's okay, and I'm I'm actually Googled your book right here, so I'm looking at it right now. And I've got another one that uh, I want to, I've published it as um, an e-book, but I, I see it as a coffee table book. And it's a spiral-bound coffee table book. And they're just 52 what I call insight posters, and most people call memes. It's just 52 insights. Most most of them are mine, I think. Only two are not. And they're just so you can flip it open and get an insight um, for the week. Um, and all of these insights have come through my own journey of total recovery from depression. So, and that that's called insight. <laughs> funny enough, it's called insights from beyond depression. So that's um, my next challenge to get that out there as paperback. Okay, um, <laughs> writing that one down as well. Okay, nice. Well, it was great meeting you, Bob. It's nice to find somebody that's interested in looking at my book. <laughs> 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 there will be there will be many people. Just give it give it another few months. Okay, darling. Thanks a lot. All right. Okay, take care. Thanks. Bye. 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 <laughs> so that was awesome. Bob is always awesome, and uh, I'm glad you got to meet him today. The lines while you guys were talking just kind of went buggy, so they are still buggy. Um, but um, we've got about. Hmm, 17 minutes to the top. So it would be nice to get you to expand on um, how people are reconnecting with their reincarnated pets or, or, you know, something along those lines would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. And um, just going back quickly to what Bob was saying about, like, going into your heart chakra, that is really important, too, is we want to... You know, as a spiritual medium and animal communicator, I have learned to raise my vibration to connect with our loved ones on the other side, whether it's a person or an animal. However, when we go into that heart chakra space, that grounding energy, like Bob was saying, and we connect the two, that's when the magic can happen. And he said, you know, slowing your mind down, tapping into the other sparks thoughts of your brain that have been left unused is very key to self-awareness and self-love and happiness. And so that's actually how I work with connecting with those on the other side is activating that part of the brain, silencing it, going into my heart chakra, but reaching out into the spiritual plane as well and connecting. And so then that leads into 
um, connecting with our animals and finding out when they will reincarnate. And so what I do is an animal mediumship session and I connect with the animals and get any messages of clues of when, where, how they will come back. And it's very common for them to give us some sort of time frame um, and what, like what year. So we can kind of assess how many years until they come back, what month or what season sometimes can be a better angle. And then any clues behind it. So right now, I'm actually really excited. Um, one of my clients, we just found her reincarnated dog yesterday. Um, the dog is still too young to go to the family, has another four weeks with the birth mom. But I connected with this dog on the other side last month. And as she said, she was coming back and she'll be home before Thanksgiving and in Canada, our thing is in October. She said she'd be back in her family's arms before Thanksgiving. And she gave us the coloring, the location, and some other clues to kind of connect the dots. Um, She gave us the name Lily, which turned out to be her birth mom's name. And she also gave us the name Molly, which turns out to be another dog at this farm. And this dog is the the breeder's dog. She's kind of like the mascot of the area and everything. So that's how the animals help us connect the dots and help us to understand where, what litter they're in. And kind of a time frame. You know, and so because this dog said I'll be home in time for Thanksgiving, they're released. They're allowed to go home back with the owners the Friday of the Thanksgiving long weekend. So how cool is that? Like that's how specific some of the messages can be. Um, Have you heard of pets reincarnating, Nicole? I I. I haven't had personal experience with that, but some of the hosts over the years have talked about um, having that experience in their own lives. Um, how do you, like, do you fact check in some way? Like, what are the quantifiable things that you do to find them? Well, fact checking is getting the names of anyone else involved in the process and the location and specific dates. Um so, I mean, it's very, we get the concrete evidence that is needed. Um, so it's not just gentle messages of like, two hours drive away, you'll find a farm. It's very mm-hmm. accurate. Very accurate. Um, one of my clients whose pets reincarnated last summer, for example, the dog told us she would be, he would be in the town with the old milk jugs. And that was very confusing. That was just one of the messages of many. And when my client went to go look at a litter of puppies where she thought her dog would be, everyone in the small town in Australia was um, 
was using old milk jugs as their mailboxes. Like they would turn them on the side and then the mail would go in in the top part, which is on the side. So everyone in this village had the old milk jugs for their mailboxes. Wow. So it yeah, it's clues like that that you have to be like okay, this is interesting. Like you can't make that stuff up. And then that dog also said was I'll be back in summer. And it was kind of confusing because I was working with this woman. Like I said, she's in Australia. So summertime is our winter. And I was working with her in July and August and I felt her dog would be back right then. And I was like, well, if she's saying I'm coming back in summer. That's confusing because summertime for them is six months down the road. Well, it turns out in the town with the milk jugs, the litter was born and the birth mom's name was Summer. So the dog was saying, I'm coming back in Summer's body. <laughs> so, it's, so it was it's literally like in Summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So things might not make sense at the time, but you have to try and just open and willing to connect the dots and build the puzzle pieces and just be aware and trust it as well. But you know what? A lot of my clients who come to me for animal reincarnation um, communications is because they already have a firm feeling in themselves that their pet is coming back and coming back fairly soon. So they're like, I just need that help. I need that extra boost. Am I crazy? (laughs) You know, just tell me I'm not crazy. And are these dreams accurate, you know? And then we, it sometimes is working together. Like it's not just one session. We work over time and connect all the dots and build the foundations and lead them to their pets. Very interesting. Well, that clarified a lot, actually. Um, I'll just let you know, we've got about 10 minutes that the call, the lines are working again. Yay. Would you like to take another call? Get one more reading? Sure. Here? Sure. Yay. All ones. You're in luck. You're live with Jamie. What's your first name? Where you, nope, you might be in your pocket. <laughs> What's your first Uh-oh. name? Where are you calling in from? Hi, I'm Melissa from Colorado. And Miss, 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 uh, Miss Host Lady, uh, I want to ask you that after, <laughs> when, when is Laura coming back on the show? Oh, she was on yesterday at 2, so in two weeks on a Tuesday. Oh. Okay. So you're on with Jamie oh. right now, the Mountain Medium, so if you'd like a reading, you're in luck. Uh, oh, hi, Miss, uh, Miss Mountain Medium, beautiful name. Uh, <laughs> thank you for being this beautiful show. I've been listening for many, many years, and um, I'll make it short. Um, if I have permission to ask you, uh, I, I have a... I'm going to be going somewhere that's really important. Like it's an event place where I, I there's some the manager, the director of that company. Um, uh, if I talk to him about my idea to try to get that group to come uh, where I'm, where I'm, I'm going to be located, uh, do you think I have a high possibility that, or what can I say do to try to get that group to come to my area? It's it's like an event group. Sorry, where are you located? Colorado. Okay. I feel that he that person won't be the 
direction you need. I feel there's a different direction you need to go in in order to get that group to where you want them to be. Um, so I would still approach them about it because that might lead to something else. That might lead to another direction. Um, the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm seeing it happening in a different way than you expect it to. Can you tell me how you see it, please, ma'am, Mountaineer, lady? I, you know, I'm struggling with that. I feel that there's another person you need to approach. But um, what event is it? Do you mind me asking so I can understand it a bit more? Yeah, it's a rock group, like a local rock group. I like to perform at, at my event. Okay, and you were going to approach their manager, for example? Yeah, their manager or the place where they always play their music, like the the place where they're at, located at. Okay, okay. I would approach the place. I feel like it's a bigger entity that you're supposed to approach, like the umbrella of something, not the direct manager. Approach the place. Okay. Um, and they will give you the information on how to go about that. I, I'm not seeing you talking to one individual. I'm seeing you talking to more or someone who mm-hmm. owns something bigger, like so the umbrella. So approach the place first and go from there. That is amazing. And Ms. Montagnier, any quick messages for me, please, that you might have from Spirit or your guide? Um, sorry, what was your name again? I'm Melissa. Colorado. Melissa. Do you, I feel like, I feel like your grandma is standing behind you. Did your grandma, were you close with your grandmother? Yes. She passed away six years ago and she didn't want to go. She was, I I saw her take the last breath and she was fighting to go 13 days in ICU. And this is interesting. She shows me when she's behind you and very close, your jaw or your teeth start vibrating. That does happen. It happened an hour ago. Your your teeth or jaw? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's her energy coming through, and for some reason it connects through your jaw and stuff. And I've heard that happening before. I know someone else who gets her husband coming through her teeth and her jaw. So, yeah, for some reason you're very sensitive with the energy in there, and that's how you pick it up. So just go with that. So when that happens, just know it's your grandma. Oh. Oh. She'd have a message for me or... She loves you, and she sends you purple flowers. I don't know if purple flowers make sense to you. They look like, um, I'm really bad with flowers. Oh, my gosh. Maybe an orchid. Um, I'm not sure if there was a significance there with that. Um, But she's showing me a book as well with all your family's history. And I'm not sure if you were starting to question family history or looking into it, but she's saying there's a book out there that you're going to find that there's a lot of cool, cool information about your heritage and your ancestors. Mm. She wants me to write a book before she passed. Got it right. She she wanted to write the book? Yes. I've... I've started, but I have completed. I, I guess I need to finish it. You got it, ma'am. 
Okay. Is it about your family? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She's talking about that. Yeah. So continue with that. Okay. Right on. Awesome. Thank you. It was nice talking to you. Yeah. Thanks, Melissa. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Cole. Thanks for calling in. Well, that was amazing. Um, uh, Excellent note to sign off on. You've got three minutes for some shameless self-promotion. What have you got for us? Um, Yeah, I love doing this work, everyone, and I'm dedicated to it. So reach out to me if you want. Um, Check out my website at jamiebreeze.com, J-A-I-M-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E.com. And, you know, going back to the animal reincarnation thing, like, that is my passion. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, my dog reincarnated after she passed away in 2016. She reincarnated in 2019. And I have a really beautiful story on my website if anyone wants to read it. It's there. Um, It shares the love her and I have between one another. And, yeah, it will bring a tear to your eye. Oh, in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, today was amazing. We had some people readings and some non-people readings and covered the gamut and half around the world. Love it. And uh, thanks, Jamie. Jamie is all linked up at newsforthesoul.com. And uh, looking forward to next time already. We'll see you there. Okay. Thanks, Nicole. Have a good day. You too. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. Hello, this is Jamie Breeze, and you're listening to News for the Soul. 